0: Hey y'all, you're listening to the CS Mentor podcast, all things customer success. Today I'm speaking to Pranav Rivankar, who is customer success leader at Sites. Pranav started his career as an entrepreneur back in 2013. After spending some years in marketing, Pranav finally settled for customer success in 2017. Pranav has a very wide background and I could see that he has worn multiple hats in his roles. That's exactly what we would be talking about today. Pranav, welcome to the CS Mentor Podcast. I'm delighted to have you here as my guest.
1: Hello, everyone. And uh, thank you so much, Ankit, for uh, inviting me to this podcast. Uh, Super excited to be part of this.
0: Great, great to have you here, Pranav. And before we start our topic today, I think it would be great to know you a little so that, you know, our audience can understand a bit about yourself. So would you mind perhaps providing us uh, with a brief introduction to who you are, your career to date, and your current role at Clarity Sites?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, so from my college days uh, yeah. onwards, so I was always drawn to entrepreneurship and uh, starting something on my own, and I did. I when I was in my uh, sophomore year in college, I started a, a product. I built a product along with my team called Cakeboard, uh-huh. an uh, electronic prototyping product. Uh, something like breadboard, if you are from electronics background, mm-hmm. and uh, it in fact uh, we took a round of investment, uh, did a lot of marketing and uh, sales as well. Great, but uh, we had to we had to stop it for different reasons. Uh, but and after graduations, uh, after the graduation, one thing I decided was to not join the on-campus companies uh, that would come, but instead started reaching out to startups as I wanted to understand the startup ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And I joined Freshworks as uh, in the performance marketing team and uh, working in the marketing team at Freshworks has uh, provided me the right platform to explore my skills and uh, learn more about this space, this domain. Mm-hmm. So so how I came into Clarisites is interesting. The, oh. So what happened is I was evaluating Clarisites to be used as a reporting platform for us in Freshworks. And uh, I loved the tool so much. I spoke to the founders. I connected so much that uh, I ended up joining the team. So, so I joined clarisites uh, around three years ago in 2017. And uh, of course, my role has evolved a lot in the last three years. Mm. Uh, you can imagine from uh, going from 10 people team to a 13 member team. Yeah. And in fact, uh, zero to one million year are where we are now. So yeah, that's been journey. So currently, I am leading the customer success team here of five at uh, clarisites
0: That's great to hear Pranav. You know, um, it has been a wonderful journey and I like the transition, you know, starting up something on your own, then going into freshworks, doing something in marketing, and then, you know, finally joining Clariside. Then now you are heading the team. I'm so glad to have you here today, Pranav. So when I was doing a bit of research about you, I noticed that you switched domain from marketing to customer success, and you know, a lot of people, you know, uh, that I meet on LinkedIn they have this similar dilemma. They're in one field, but they want to move into customer success. Mm-hmm. Yep. So since yep. you have done it, since you have done it, I would like to know what's the best way to do it.
1: Mm. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's uh, what you mentioned is that's uh, absolutely true. Uh, in fact, a lot of people who we also talk to uh, are looking for this transition. So that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, So what I think is first, Of course, if you think about both these domains, marketing and customer success, what is uh, common between both of them uh, is that both involve customer. So while one broadly Mm. focuses on customer acquisition, which would be marketing, the Mm. other would be uh, focusing on customer retention, that is customer success. So I believe that the Mm. crux here to understand is uh, to understand the customer very well. And only then you would be able to do a good job at both these functions. So as long as you know your customer very well, so the transition is going to be easy. But uh, this is what I just said is probably very generic, mm. uh, not too in uh, detail, but going into a little bit details, I would say mm. uh, the the one important thing, uh, at least I found the difference between marketing and customer success would be that in customer success, you have to know the product very, very well. So be ready for any kind of questions from your customers or anything, which is, which wasn't yeah. the case when you're in a marketing team. Uh, so, and in fact, in a enterprise product mm-hmm. that we're building at Clarisites, which solves uh, complex reporting challenges uh, of performance marketing. So here it becomes imperative to know the product very well uh, in depth and being able to solve the use cases for the customers uh, is becomes critical for a CSM.
0: Hmm. I get it, Pranav. I think it's more about finding the similarities between your domain and customer success. And once you know about it, basically, you can move uh, from one space to another. And second thing that you mentioned is something like uh, you should know the product, which is true. very much uh, needed for any CSM. Yes, uh, If you have yes. great knowledge about the industry, if you know the product, if you know the customers, that's true. Uh, that that helps a lot. Pranav, I could sense that you're truly enjoying the customer success role now. And I also noticed that you have, you know, this entrepreneurial background. So, you know, uh, as a CSMS, we are always told that customer success managers also have multiple responsibilities and we also, we are multiple hats. So in your current job, do you come across these situations?
1: Uh, to be frank, uh, almost on everyday basis. So, <laughs> so, so, so if you think about it in our, in a, in a company, the customer success managers, essentially become the face of the company for the customers, Mm -hmm. as uh, we are the ones who would be talking to customers on day to day basis. So so naturally, uh, our job doesn't end with these conversations, but in fact, uh, starts from these conversations. So be it a product issue, be it a feature request, or any kind of query. So it would be a job of a CSM to channelize these things to the right team internally, engineering Uh team, or sometimes legal team, sometimes sales team, for example at uh, clarisides we have never had a product manager or a product marketer mm-hmm. in fact we didn't even have a qa engineer for a long time and uh, the customer success team had to work on these roles uh, along with their job so you can see that there is so much Correct. more than just customer success that you do in this role that uh, in fact sometimes we we debate that if this title of customer success manager does uh, does it justify it and uh, we inter- in fact uh, Debate on internally, what's the suitable title mm-hmm. here? Is it CSM or is it Solutions Engineer yeah. or uh, different uh, titles you see? So, uh, so yeah, coming back to your questions. Uh, yeah. Entrepreneurship, if you think about it, is also about being able to mold yourself to any kind of role which the company requires you to do. And that's exactly what uh, customer success is about.
0: Um, but this is something interesting, Pranav. You mentioned that um, in your team, uh, you were also taking care of product. Now I come across this situation all the times where, we have clashes with product teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to tell them, okay, you know, this is what customers are asking for. Yes, and then engineering team is like, oh, we don't have much time. You know, we don't have the required bandwidth. Mm-hmm. How do you yeah. handle that mm-hmm. situation? Like, what would be the number one tip that you can give to your fellow CSMs?
1: You got it. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you asked this question because uh, this is something that I've I have personally yeah. miserably failed at. <laughs> uh but uh but one thing i've realized uh uh that i have now realized is most of the time it is the communication problem uh first let's uh starting mm-hmm. with the customer conversations so one of the toughest things that a csm has to learn to yeah. do is to say no and uh, for a long time uh in fact even now we, we find it very difficult. We uh, find it difficult to refuse to customer request. And uh, because of that, you essentially keep putting more pressure on the mm. engineering team to build things faster. And uh, like you would know, you build something fast, you could end up missing use cases there. You could, uh, not, uh, you could, build a, you could end up building a substandard product for a customer, where, uh, which is not ideal for both the customer and for you. And all of this could be avoided mm. with a simple no. And uh, but but I'm not saying that a CSM should refuse to everything that customers say. But but the important thing is to set up right expectation and uh, decide uh, internally, decide with your team that if the feature request that has that some customer has is something that fits the product roadmap uh, or not. And in fact, these decisions here would actually set the path for the product. So these decisions become very important.
0: Mm i agree with you pranav i think yeah uh, that's that's quite right you know if somehow csms can filter out the request but you know let's let's say ask as genuine uh, you know customers are asking for it and as yeah. a csm i also believe particular product feature would be able to help everyone so how do you get that requirement picked by an engineering team like do you lobby or something or how can i become like the favorite csm in the engineering team <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a uh, that's a relevant, uh, relevant question uh, everyone i'm sure anyone who has worked in csm or want to work i'm sure you would have uh, come up ac- yeah. come across this question of how to right. build good relation with a with an engineering team because that's a, that's one of that's one team which you, who you will work very closely with
0: that's right yeah uh,
1: so so i've followed two simple strategies here mm. uh, which has worked here at clary so first first one is uh, to try to get the engineering team as much involved in the problem uh, that we are trying to solve mm-hmm. by adding them into calls or emails uh, with the customer okay so and the second is to let the engineering team come up with the solution so that's important so let me explain okay. uh, both these points so first uh, one thing that has worked great at clarify is that we involve the engineering team in the customer onboarding whenever we are onboarding a customer mm-hmm. and this gives them a first hand experience working with the customer and also helps them understand how the product that they are building solves different use cases of this customer and uh, this is very important stage and as against working on a b2c company where uh, you can the engineering team also can Relate to the product very well, like an e-commerce product, mm. uh, which is not the case with B2B product. And uh, this becomes a job. This is a very important job for a CSM to make sure that the engineering team would understand the product and the use cases that they are actually solving. Mm-hmm. And uh, then coming to the second point, uh, I have had these instances where uh, you go and talk to an engineering team and say that hey, this customer X is asking for this build. Uh, this is the solution, and build this. Versus when I have approach them and said that hey look uh, there is this problem which this customer is facing uh, mm-hmm. and do you know how we can solve it and uh, that discussion itself where the engineer i'm talking to becomes part of the problem now but rather than yeah rather than someone just who will engineer it but but becomes part of the problem mm-hmm. so so that is important letting the engineering team come up with the solution Uh, makes a lot of difference and then they own up those things uh, the the product feature that we're building Mm. so
0: got it so it's like you know yeah taking them on your side you know otherwise they are just on the opposite side
1: yes yes working as a team uh, becomes Mm. important so it works wonders when you when we do it this way
0: got it I've taken a note of this statement, let the engineering team come up with the solution. It makes a lot of sense to me. But, you know, about the first statement that you mentioned, you know, uh, trying to get them involved in the problem earlier. Do you also face this problem wherein engineering team says that, okay, you know, you are Mm -hmm. consuming too much of our bandwidth. We cannot work on other issues. We are just solving these things. Because I have personally done it at many times. I hear that as well. Mm -hmm. And it tips to solve that. Enough.
1: uh again it goes back to the point about uh working as a team and prioritizing the right things which mm. would uh have the right impact uh one for example uh, mm. um, at a startup you tend to get over enthusiastic at times which is which is good I wouldn't say that's bad that's yeah. also needed but uh, at times when uh there is uh, uh there is a requirement to prioritize some things within uh, two things that uh, that makes a difference for the engineering team, for yourself. For uh, I remember a simple conversation which I was having with a customer when uh, this, this uh, some person I was talking okay. to uh, wanted two integrations. Clarisites has a lot of data integrations that we have with other tools, right? So there's this oh, channels, okay. let's say, uh, mm-hmm. hey, I want integration with uh, Google Ads and then I also want with Facebook, just taking example here. Mm-hmm. So a CSM there, the right thing would be to ask, okay, within these two, which one is more higher priority for you? So a simple question like this, then uh, puts them into also thinking the customer, the user here that I was talking to, okay, uh, okay, maybe because I'm not spending so much on Facebook, probably I will go with Google Ads for start. So, mm. that itself made so much difference now that you could go and uh, don't necessarily have to talk. go to the uh, tech team here to say, hey, I need both these integrations, I need it ASAP it. versus uh, we have a better plan now, we do this first and do that next.
0: Mm. That. you know you also mentioned about data and it made me curious because you know at these times in twenty twenty one everyone is talking about being data driven for the CSM. yeah <laughs> yes so do, do, do you think you know um if you want to get uh, your engineering team to do the work do you think being data driven <laughs> would help in this case uh
1: i would uh, i would i would say it does and it sometimes doesn't so so um' uh-huh. uh, so, i i think it's, uh, it's again the job of CSM to decide when to use data-driven approach as a weapon to convince engineering team and when not. Awesome. So, so at Clarisite, for example, the report load time, which is the time taken to load a dashboard, uh, has always been an issue, the first load time, like, oh, uh, yeah. which has been an issue for a customer. Mm. And despite multiple efforts, uh, we found that engineering team not taking this thing seriously. Yeah. Uh, but the moment we had the numbers on the load time, uh, we when when we started measuring all of them, oh. and that in fact made the difference. That got them to solve it, and we were able to reduce the time drastically. So this was when it did make a difference. So but but while there are a lot of instances where uh, being data driven doesn't work, as as in most cases you might not have a lot of data to come to a conclusion statistically. So uh, maybe when you are building a feature, there is a there is little scope to pull out numbers on how useful it would be. Uh, but rather making the engineering team understand the use case here would be better. Uh, maybe them having a conversation with customers on this feature we are building uh, works better.
0: Mm. I get it. I, I think it's uh, it summarizes many things, but now it's sort of a mix uh, wherein you have to be emotional and you have to be data-driven with the yeah. engineering mm-hmm. team. If you have a good rapport with them, it's more yeah. like, you are more likely to get your work done. Super, thanks for sharing that that Pranav. Uh, Let's move on to our final question of the day, uh, Pranav. And this Mm -hmm. is my favorite one. You know, I ask this to everyone who comes on the CS Mentor Podcast. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I do ask this because, you know, a lot of our listeners are looking out for jobs. So it's our responsibility to help them out.
1: Mm -hmm. So Pranav, Mm -hmm. according
0: to you, what would be the few hidden tips to nail your next customer success interview?
1: Hmm. Mm. So, so yeah, yes, there are there. Uh, there are. I think there are some good tips to uh, crack a CSM interview. So, mm-hmm. uh, at least at, from my experience in Clariside. So, one thing that uh, we look for the most uh, important for a CSM uh, interview would be to asking good questions about the product and the domain mm-hmm. in general. So, that's one thing we look for the most uh, when we are having a conversation with a candidate. And uh, apart from that, also having your own opinions on some things is uh, also something that uh, I personally look for. So okay. we do not want, uh, we do not essentially want uh, uh, people to just work, uh, we don't want to be managers here, so, hmm. uh, but want people to have their own opinions, have their own ideas, and that is yeah. something that is important. Apart from that, uh, as the CSM role involves solving complex problems, working along with engineering teams, uh, yeah. Which is only possible if you if you understand data, if you understand numbers very well. A little bit of technology there uh, would be required. Uh, we've had instances where uh, engineering mm. team has come uh, come back and said, "Hey, we don't. I don't like working with this person because I can't have engineering conversations with him." Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that has that has come up a lot. So that's when we started actually evaluating uh, the new candidates based on this as well, if they. So essentially trying to understand if they will be able to have a meaningful conversation with the engineering team or not. So mm. that's important.
0: So it's it's more like, you know, they shouldn't know that how to code, yes, or what, yes. but they should at least understand the technology uh, and they True. should be able exactly. to speak numbers. They should be able to strategize. And I think yeah, yes, they shouldn't, yeah,
1: that's, that's they shouldn't those, essentially shy yeah. away from uh, these conversations uh, mm. uh, with engineering team. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yep, yep, yeah, I think that's that's a valid point because it's most of the companies are in B2B sales and uh, mostly are tech products, so it makes a lot of sense. That's true. Great, great. So Pranav, before we close this conversation, uh, do you have something that you would like to share today with our audience?
1: Yeah, sure, Ankit. So uh, there are some things that I would love to share with uh, the fellow CSMs who are listening to this podcast and uh, also mm-hmm. others who are trying to learn more about CSM. So there are a couple of skills uh, that uh, we as CSM need to develop. First one is attention yeah. to detail. Uh, so this is uh, mm. this is important because one, uh, when you're having those customer conversations, and uh, especially working on a lot of uh, different projects. So if, if you have the right focus, uh, working on something you and asking those right questions, to be uh, write questions around the p- projects about uh, well, the use cases it's solving, going to the depth of it, solves a lot of time for you in future. So which could run, which you could run into if you had not uh, thought about these uh, use cases, these edge cases sometimes. So attention to detail, be it on the product yeah. side, be it on the customer queries, is very important to have. And uh, the second thing I would mm. say is empathy for the customer. So that's one thing I'm very proud mm. of at Sites is. Uh, here we try to be always available for the customer, trying to listen them out uh, um, and always okay. side with, and I wouldn't say always side with them, but at least listen them out and understand their use cases uh, without necessarily having to say hey, that's something that we will not do, but we we go uh, we go one step beyond that we want to and try to actually solve that use case some way, be, be it uh, mm-hmm. product requirement side or be it uh sometimes hacking around the product features and uh doing that for mm. the customer so we uh, and that builds a long term relationship with the with the customers we talk to that's and uh, that's very important
0: yeah that's right that's right pranav you know if we as a csm are keeping only relationships like professional professional i think so, it would be mm-hmm. difficult because people Pray for this relationship like long-term relationship if we exactly. can have conversation with them on whatsapp on social media uh, if we are not following them uh, you know like their social life or something we don't necessarily hmm? need to indulge in everything but yeah, yeah. If we are using yeah. them on anniversaries birthdays and everything True. i have seen it it goes very long way and it has a very good impact on everything
1: i have used emojis
0: uh, and yes
1: is it is okay yeah nice that's nice. That's, oh, That's uh,
0: absolutely true. Yeah, it has worked for me uh, completely, completely to uh, Pranav. Mm-hmm. And it has been a great pleasure to have you here uh, on the podcast with Pranav. I think your journey has been inspiring and you have a great career ahead. I will continue to follow you with utmost interest. And thank you very much for <laughs> taking out time out of your busy schedule to record this podcast with me. And I wish you very ongoing success in your current role at ToySite.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Ankit. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure talk, talking to you, yeah. genuinely. So, And uh, thank you for having me on this podcast. I must say, uh, what you're working on with this podcast series focused on customer success is very yes. unique and useful, yes. especially now yeah. uh, when we are seeing customer success becoming a um, mainstream function in most of the organizations. So I will be sh- looking forward to more episodes and uh, more learnings that it provides. Definitely. Fun.
0: Definitely. Uh, just to remind you, I have been talking to Pranav Revanka, Customer Success Manager at CliveSites, and we have been discussing Wearing Multiple Heads as a CSM. My name is Ankit, and you are listening to the CS Mentor Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.